In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to Morning Mass here at St. Bride's today, which is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Freddie MacIver. Welcome to yourself, Sadie, his wife, and to his sons, uh, Francis and Graham and Martin, and daughter-in-laws, Pam and Donna, and uh, Carol too. Uh, welcome to granddaughter Jodie. Uh, welcome to Sister Moira and Brother Edward and Sister-in-law Ellen. Welcome to all family members and family friends who are here with us today. Needless to say to you today, many peop more people would have liked to be here with us. Friends of Freddie and family friends too, but are unable to be here because of the restrictions. All send you their good wishes and assurance of their prayers and sincere condolences at your loss. All of us are very sad at the passing of Freddie. This year has seen him struggle. He did his best to battle on. That battle was lost a few weeks ago. He simply had no longer any strength to left to fight on. Everyone uh, will miss him. Apart from more recent times, he was always out on those walks. He was always good to meet, cheery and quick-witted. We are thankful to God for his long life and the many blessings that have come to many people through his life. We pray for him in this Mass, for the repose of his soul and for the consolation of his family and friends. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant Francis, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the letter of St. John. Dear friends, let us love one another since love comes from God, and everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love can never have known God, because God is love. God's love was revealed to us when God sent his Son into the world so that we could have life through him. This is the love I mean, not our love for God, but God's love for us, when he sent his Son to be the sacrifice that takes our sins away. Dear friends, since God loved us so much, we too should love one another. 
No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us, and his love will be complete in us. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are and knowing everything, 
and if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I'm without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It's never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It's never rude or selfish. It doesn't take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It's always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Please stand. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be trust, do not your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated for a moment. I was thinking the other day there what I could say about Freddie today. We ourselves, myself and himself, had a kind of cat and mouse relationship. Very often he poured over the parish bulletin at the weekend to find some mistake that I had made. Even when it wasn't a mistake, it was hard to convince him otherwise. He'd made up his mind, he had spotted something, and nothing would convince him otherwise. You maybe know that scenario yourselves. I believe in those last days of his life, he was anxious to see the parish bulletin printed again, and I think it was to catch me out. I think if he'd seen something even then, he would have phoned uh, and called me. I used to wonder how he managed to see that parish bulletin, but I think that he would study it at great length, and he often couldn't wait to tell me on a Saturday evening about something that he'd spotted and something that I should be doing. 
the cat and mouse game continued. As you all know yourself, he had a wry sense of humour, was quick-witted and very uh, good with those one-liners. Each Saturday night when he came to Mass here, he was a creature of habit. He came at the same time and sat in the same seat. He always uh, was very early and, of course, uh, at the end of Mass, he would dive out before anybody else despite my efforts to persuade him otherwise. I don't think that it was ever very easy to change his mind when he had decided on something. His faith itself meant everything to him, getting here to Mass, and over the years he was a very dedicated parishioner of both St. Charles's and St. Bride's Parish. His Catholic faith meant everything to him, and he tried to live it each day. The Mass today is offered for him at the end of his life, and of course, needless to say, he attended Mass all of his life, and the Mass itself meant everything to him. He was able to receive Holy Communion each Saturday evening or Sunday morning. He had great reverence for the Mass, for the Holy Eucharist, everything that he'd learned from his earliest days. He had that reverence right to his last days. On the day of his baptism, he was brought here to this very church, and the priest himself, whoever that might have been, gave his parents on that day of his baptism a lighted candle that burned brightly and instructed both him as this child and his parents to keep the light burning brightly. All through his life, he has kept this light of Christ burning brightly for himself. The light never went out, and the light was never dimmed. It was kept burning brightly. And we see just beside the coffin today, the candle burning brightly to remind us of that light those years ago that was lit for him but never went out. It seems to me a wonderful thing that he should return to this church where he was baptised and where he was brought up, where he was brought in the first days of his life for baptism uh, and to this church itself that he would have known so well throughout his life, where he made the sacraments, where he attended Mass, where he was a faithful parishioner. It seems right that he should come here in these final moments for final prayers and final Mass. Where it began, here it all ends. Where his parents brought him as that tiny child, now you, as his family, bring his mortal remains for final prayers and Mass. Here in this place, we recall a promise that was made to him in his baptism, not just for an earthly life, but for a heavenly life too. And we come to claim that promise today. The same promise that we hear in the Gospel where the Lord himself speaks of the fact that we will be with him. That same sense of which St Paul himself speaks, that nothing can come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ. Nothing can keep us from his love. I think these words that we hear in the readings today and in the prayers, words full of confidence, would have appealed very much to Freddie himself. 
Just a few words about Freddie's life. Of course, I should tell you, and you'll note yourself, that his real name was uh, Francis Joseph, and that usually was his Sunday name. But of course, he was known to us all as Freddie. His dad was Francis, and his mum was Mary. His elder sister is here with us, and younger brother, Moira and Edward. They lived in the Silver Banks area of the parish, but relocated to the Caledonian circuit. He attended St Bride's uh, schools, and his working life, uh, he worked at Clydebridge Steelworks, Hall Side Steelworks, Clyde Paper Mill, the Sun Inn, Safeway Stores, Redpath Dormans, Dorman Long, and his final job was with the sleeper service at British Rail, a job that he liked very much, but was distinct, uh, discontinued due to his poor eyesight. He had lots of interests, as you probably know, in his life. He liked all sorts of sports, particularly football, and following his favourite team. He liked crosswords and snooker. Despite the poor eyesight, he often surprised people that he was so good at this game. People might have thought that he was a pushover, but he always surprised them by beating them. Of course, he particularly liked walking, as you will know, and would be seen most days out walking, short distances, but also long distances too. It wasn't, I believe, unusual for him to walk to places like Easter House and East Kilbride. He would even walk into the Western Infirmary if he had an appointment there. And in his younger days, he would simply walk to air, astonishing as it seems. Distance meant nothing to him. All the more surprising, given the difficulties in later life of seeing, uh, of course, uh, this didn't hold him back. Uh, he kept going. He also liked uh, meeting up with friends in the public houses round about and really liked the Newton Arms, where he had very many friends. Both himself and Sadie uh, met up in the Hoover plant and had a long uh, marriage. Uh, they married in 1966. Uh, they had three sons, Francis, uh, Graham and Martin, and they were both very proud of these sons. And they both also have lovely grandchildren as well, Jodie and Summer and Bailey and Nicole and Xander, whom they loved very much indeed, and of course a great grandson as, as well, Nathan. He's very well known over the years. People always, as you know, saw him out walking. That was curtailed in recent times uh, because of his illness. He was unable to walk even the shortest of distance, which must have been very hard for him. He was very blessed with a great sense of humour, quick-witted nature. He always seemed to have one of those one-liners up his sleeve and also like to have the last word. I know that everyone will miss his warm-hearted ways, his cheery nature, and he was a big part of people's lives. Today, the Mass takes place in difficult circumstances. Normally, many people would be joining you here in the church 
Freddie's friends and family friends too. Although not physically present, those people are here with you in spirit. Today we are so grateful to God for his life which has meant so much to so many. A good life and a good man and somebody that everybody liked. I will miss him teasing me, myself, most weekends. I know that Sadie will miss him very much too. He used to refer to her, her as Sadie Vodka. And even in those final days, for everyone in the hospital, that was your name. We'll miss all of us that tongue-in-cheek humour. No one here any longer to correct the bulletin. What will I do? Today his life ends on this joyful note. He often made us smile and laugh. And it's good even in this hour that we can smile and laugh and remember him. May God grant him peace. May God grant him rest in heaven. May he reward him for all the good things in his life. And may he know peace at the end of his journey. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant Francis, finding through your mercy the pardon he sought for his sins, may exult forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. 
We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For he is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, the resurrection of the dead. And through Jesus, the host of angels adore you, rejoice in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, 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 O Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who come in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Francis, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Just if you've not been here for the church or for Mass, uh, just to say that uh, if you'd like to come for communion, uh, then just to remain uh, in your seats uh, and uh, to just stand, uh, and I'll come around and give you Holy Communion rather than coming forward. Uh, if you'd like uh, just to receive a blessing, uh, then just to place your hand on your breast, and then just as I pass, I'll give you a blessing. And if you don't want communion or don't want a blessing, then just uh, remain seated uh, where you are.
thank. As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant, Francis, freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence. Through Christ our Lord.
Thank you.